she would continue to say like, oh, I'm just living my best life. And so I'd look at her and just be like, what does that mean? Welcome to the Authors of Life podcast, the space for people with a story to inspire. Your host, Katie Rushton, is a fun-loving English country bumpkin who believes in strong family principles, intentional living, values, and hard work. Katie created Authors of Life with the idea to inspire people to develop their own script, write their story, and take center stage in life. When you think of the term authorship, what comes to mind? If you were anything like my husband, Fred, perhaps you thought of being the captain of a ship. Maybe you thought about being an author and writing. I am curious if the word create came to your mind because when you are the author, you are the creator. I am beyond thankful to have the very first guest on the podcast with us today. Kennedy Hoop is one year woman who is thriving to create her best life. Kennedy grew up in Oklahoma with four sisters, served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and absolutely loves the warm weather and swimming. Something we have in common is love for people and helping lift others up. Currently, Kennedy is working toward her undergrad degree in marriage and family studies and is an intern at Aspen Family Wellness Center. You can connect with Kennedy weekly on Wednesdays in the Authors of Life Facebook group when she goes live. In today's episode, Kennedy will be sharing with us part of her story and five intentional ways to live your best life even through difficult times. Welcome, Kennedy, to the Authors of Life podcast. I am so excited to have you on the show today, and I cannot wait to hear your story, what it is that leads you to be the author of your life, and what you have to share for our listeners that they can apply in their life to really step into their own. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So Kennedy, let's jump straight into what is your story? Okay, so growing up, I feel like I lived a pretty average life. I had a mom and a dad. I had four sisters and we all grew up together and we were super close. And then one day my parents were like, we're going to get a divorce. And that was really hard for me and my family in that sense. But I kind of had to look at it as I could go two ways. I could go one way and I could hate my parents for everything that they've done. And I could just forget them in a sense because I was old enough. Or I could go the other way and try to figure out how to overcome this with them. And so I've, as I've tried to do that throughout the years, it's been challenging, but still good. And then I went on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ for Latter-day Saints, and that really got me out of my comfort zone. It was nerve-wracking because I was away from my family for a year and a half, but I was able to learn more about myself, and I just could forget the world 
and serve on this mission to teach other people about Jesus Christ. Once I got home, that's when things kind of have changed more because you have to jump in and back to learning about yourself and you have to figure out what you want to do with your life. You have to start dating and things like that. And that's still like a hard thing. So I've been home for two years. And as I've been going throughout these two years, other things have happened. My younger sister has gotten married before me. And so other little things that are just like little hiccups, I would say, have affected me, but I've just had to keep on going. And so as I've thought about these things, I try to think of ways that I can continue to go on and be better. And so while I've been with my younger sister for the past couple of weeks through this quarantine time, she would continue to say like, oh, I'm just living my best life. And so I'd look at her and just be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever like heard someone say that, but you're just like, okay, whatever. You're like 15. Like, you don't know what your life is. <laughs> right. Or it sounds like they've found the secret to happiness and you're like, I want that. Give that to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I just was like, you're literally laying by the pool. Of course you're living your best life, but you lived enough for like 15 years. But what about after that? I'm like, there's so many more trials that come. <laughs> that's kind of what I thought when she would say that and so it made me think like okay how can I live my best life as I've gone through these trials and as I go through my life and I have so much more to live because I know that I'm still young (laughs) as I would like to say how old are you Kennedy so I just turned 24 okay so let's backtrack just for a moment and go through your timeline from where you began because you've you're young and you're beautiful, and you have lived through experiences that are hard and are challenging. And it sounds like, you know, you mentioned your sister's 15, and she's laid there, living her best life. Yet, when you were that age, or close to that age, and your parents divorced, you had something piled on you that you didn't expect, I imagine. And then all of a sudden, you had a choice to make. So just like your sister has that attitude of I'm living my best life you said you could go either way and you decided to take the positive path and look at this from a place of I have a choice so what would you say was your motto at that point that is a good question I think my motto was to love them like the savior would now it's not always as easy because we look at people and We don't always see them how the Savior would, but to go back and to be there at that time or the crossroad, that's essentially what I had to tell myself. Wow. That's a beautiful sentiment and a very wise thing for a teen to say. And then to make the choices that you did following that, serve a mission to love others as Christ would love them. And then to come home and go through different experiences, go to school, see your siblings get married and want these things for your own life. That's a lot of stuff that's happening. It's taking that headspace and heart space moving forward. Okay, so let's go back now to living our best life. So you're at this new space in your life. You've had all of these wonderful and hard experiences too. So where are you now? So I am now trying to look at the positive of things because I know 
there are going to be negatives in life and that's just how life goes we have to have positives to have negatives to balance it out so I came up with five things that have kind of helped me create a better life and it's still in the practice as I continue to do it every day now I don't always think that my life is perfect or that it's all great (laughs) but I try to just do simple things that can help me throughout the day okay I'm ready what are they Okay, so the first one is every morning, look in the mirror and say something positive about yourself. I feel like body positivity is something that many people struggle with, and it's a slippery slope to go down. So if I'm able to wake up in the morning and say, oh, I love my hair today, or (laughs) wow, my eyes look really green, or I have a lot of freckles, I don't know, just something that is positive about myself at the beginning of the day it will just help so much in the long run. Love that. So what did you say this morning? So this morning, I noticed that my hair was soft. And that's been a big thing because I've been really upset about my hair lately. So the fact <laughs> that I was like, my hair is soft was like, awesome. <laughs> it's the small things, right? It's the simple things that we can appreciate and notice that helps with our center, our core of being confident. So I, I love that. Yeah. So this next one kind of goes along with being positive about yourself. But whenever you catch yourself saying something negative, change your wording. And I thought that if I would say, oh, I can't do this, then I would want to say like, I'm going to give it my best try, or I'm going to give it my best. Because I feel like if we change it and say, I can do this, and then we might not be able to, we kind of let ourselves down. All we can do is give it our best. That is really profound because you're right. If we do go from I can't to I can, although that is a form of affirmation, you can set yourself up for failure and then you end up feeling bad anyway. And so having the attitude of I'm going to give it my all, then you are in control and you're putting your best foot forward. I have a question for you. Okay. How do you catch yourself thinking things that are limiting? Because that's tricky, right? It's tricky to catch yourself thinking those things. Yeah, it is. I think that I learned this a lot more whenever I was on my mission. And during that time, we went out every single day. We woke up at 6.30. We were out all day talking to people. And we would come in at 9. And most of the time I would say to myself, oh, I just can't do this. I can't be out all day. And I would continually say that. And then I think other people around me could also sense that I was negative. And so with them kind of noticing and me realizing the more negative I was getting, then I was just getting more down and I didn't want to do anything. So I think it takes a little while to notice that we are kind of saying negative things and then once you change that then you're able to see the light at the end of the tunnel wow so it's almost like in that situation you could see how you're because our thoughts affect our our behavior and our feelings and so other people can see how you're showing up and it's almost like a reflection and then you think oh it's clear that I'm impacting them and so they help with that awareness. That's, that's one path. I love that. Excellent. Yeah. 
So it's not easy to do, but as you continue to notice it, like if you think about it, then I think that it's easier to change. That's key, right? Metacognition, thinking about thinking. And that's not something that we do on a daily basis, really. We don't often stop and think, hmm, what am I thinking about right now? (laughs) But I know from my career and the things that I've done that that is something that's really important to do and to help us be present in, in the moment to just stop and think, okay, what's been on my mind today? What's been on my mind so far? And what thoughts have come that I invited? And what thoughts have come that I might want to work on holding space to think something different? Yeah, that's really true. And as you said, like we go throughout the day and we sometimes don't stop and think. My next one is to do something for yourself. As we're going throughout the day, we can get caught up in so many things, maybe doing things for other people. I know moms are always constantly doing things for other people or as a wife, you're doing things for your husband or your job. And so I always think to do something for myself, but it doesn't have to be a lot of money. It doesn't have to be something grand and big. You can just say, okay, 15 minutes, I'm going to stare at the ceiling. <laughs> you know, just like get your mind clear. Or 15 minutes, I'm going to go take a bath. Or I'm going to read for my thing that I want to do for 15 minutes or something like that. It doesn't have to be long, but just do something for yourself because we need that in our life. We need to know that we're still important too. Yeah. So what type of things do you do? I know you just mentioned reading and just taking time to do even nothing so you can think and clear your mind. So what other things do you do that are short and quick? Put away all the electronics and I could take a walk. Sometimes I've done that or I work out whenever I can. (laughs) But I think doing something active also helps. Or I call someone up that I haven't talked to in a long time. Or I go and see my nieces whenever I can just to hear their spirits and things like that. So those are just little things that help me to do something for me and not forget about me. So I know that it was your birthday yesterday. So what did you do for yourself yesterday? I had 15 minutes to go to the mall. (laughs) In between everything that I was doing, I was like, I want to go to the mall today. And so I went to the mall. I was literally there for 15 minutes. That's all we had time for. But I went and I got everything else done in the day. And I just felt so much better. That's beautiful to be able to do something that's important to you. And I, and I think that for those listening, that a lot of people think that, because we're talking about self-care, or in, in essence, self-care. And I think a lot of women are hard on, the, on themselves when they take the time to do something for themselves. Because like you said, we're often helping other people, we're often doing things for other people. And so when do we stop and say, okay, this is me time. This is something that I enjoy and I want to, to take this time for myself. So to encourage other women and other people to do that, I think that that's very powerful. Yeah. And we do get caught up in everything. And I don't think we need to do it on purpose, but it just happens. And so that leads into the next one is don't overwhelm yourself with too many items, like too many things to do in one day, because that's, a lot on us and we're not taking the time to be meaningful on things sometimes and so I've really had to learn for me to not overwhelm myself with too many things especially in one day or in one week 
And I always tend to think like, oh, I can do it. Oh, I'll just do it. I can. Yes, I'll do it. But I'm learning slowly that I can say no. And that's kind of a big deal to say no, because I love to say yes. But it's so easy to just do everything whenever we need to slow down and take time for the things that we need to do. Yeah. And it is. It's hard to say no. It's hard to set those personal boundaries. And one of my favorite quotes that I hear kind of often is that when you say yes to something or someone else or an event or an invite, what are you saying no to? And just making sure that it's not saying no to you. I love how you said meaningful and that we do things that are going to fill us and help us live a life that is full of things that bring us joy and be with people and around people that also have a a similar impact on our lives yeah no and saying yes to things and not knowing if we can actually handle them it puts a lot of stress on us and then we just get down so I'm learning to say no and I'm learning to be okay with saying no because I think that's another thing like whenever I do say no I feel bad but there's no reason to feel bad whenever we really mm-hmm. can't do it and so that's just a big thing I've had to I'm learning not done yet but I'm learning (laughs) maybe a lifetime journey and that's really part of being the author of your own life recognizing that it's okay to say no because we don't want to live a life where we're fulfilling expectations of other people and not choosing our own path you're a wise person (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness well I would hope to continue to learn to be wise (laughs) living your best life yeah that's exactly what this is okay so (laughs) the next one is to find something to look forward to and so I feel like a lot of times I get stuck in my past or the things that I'm not doing now and it just gets me down and I don't feel like that's what we're intended here to do on earth is to think about our past and think about what we're doing now and just get upset with the things we haven't done And so I try to find something little to look forward to. And as I've done that, I'm able to just like push forward through things to be able to be like, okay, at this point, like I'm going to have a little bit of fun or at this point I get to do this exciting. Or even if it's like a doctor's appointment, something random, that's not really fun. You can be like, I'm looking forward to this day that I have this going on. And so I've just really tried to look for those things that I can like, be excited for or like find joy in it sounds like you're describing being present I know these things are future things that are about to happen but it's allowing you to not dwell on the past and it's allowing you to not gain or develop anxiety about what bigger things you'd like in your life but just to really take pleasure in the small things and you've mentioned that a few times throughout our discussion that it's the simple things in life that can help you be grounded, be present, and really live in such a way that you feel you have purpose, you have meaning, and you are making deliberate choices to live your best life. Yeah, because like you, I mean, like I've said, and like you just said, like the small and simple things are really probably the better things. I guess that's what I would say. <laughs> They're the better things because. I don't want to overcomplicate my life and that happens a lot. So just to make things simple 
it just makes you feel better to have more simple things you feel better yeah so recap those five things for us kennedy every morning look at yourself and say something positive the second one is when you catch yourself saying negative things change your wording number three is do something for yourself number four don't overwhelm yourself with too many items and number five find something to look forward to Mm, it's beautiful thank you so what are your final thoughts to share with us today well I think I will go back to the beginning where I heard my sister say I'm living my best life I think having that mentality even though there's so many things going on even if we just think oh I'm living my best life then maybe we actually start to live our best life that's so profound (laughs) (laughs) I love that Thank you for listening to this episode of the Authors of Life podcast. Did you know that this podcast was created to be a companion to the Authors of Life coaching program also led by Katie? If you would like more information on this program, or if you have any questions or personal stories you wish to share about this week's episode, send us an email at hello at authorsoflifeco.com.